On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at four games for week two of the NFL schedule, starting with Buffalo and Miami playing an important AFC East showdown, followed by Cincinnati at Chicago, Kansas City at Baltimore, and wrapping up on Monday night with Detroit at Green Bay. Welcome to the Dunkle Index Podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel. Let's take a look at some of the big matchups for week two of the NFL schedule. Starting down in Miami, where we've got the Bills and the Dolphins in a big AFC East showdown. You know, games tend to get magnified more in the first week than at any other point in the regular season. You know, just ask the Bills about that expectations were through the roof following last year's first AFC East title since 1995 for Buffalo. And the trajectory of QB Josh Allen looked like Apple stock following a 4,500-yard, 37-TD performance last year. And the opener against the Steelers really presented an opportunity to send an early message that Buffalo belongs among the elites in the AFC. And they looked that way early uh, when the Bills jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead. But Buffalo may still have some growing pains. And the Steelers aren't perennial contenders for nothing. Pittsburgh hounded Allen all day. They recorded 24 pressures and three sacks and forced him to fumble twice while holding him to just 270 yards passing. Steelers also got some great special teams play and blocked a punt in the fourth quarter, returning it for a TD that led to a 23-16 upset win. So now, instead of talking about Buffalo's dominance, the focus is on avoiding an 0-2 hole to start the season as the Bills head down to Miami. The Dolphins' offense, frankly, wasn't much better than Buffalo's. Miami's highly touted QB to a Tagovailoa barely got over 200 yards passing and threw a pick while generating only 17 points. But instead of making the big mistake late like the Bills did, Miami forced New England to fumble on the Dolphins' nine-yard line with 330 left, and that helped preserve a one-point lead. So now it's everybody else in the division looking up at Brian Flores' team heading into Week 2. Bills certainly going to have more of a sense of urgency in this one. And they've done a good job of bouncing back from losses under head coach Sean McDermott. Uh, they're four and one against the spread in their last five following a defeat, and four and one in their last five against the spread on the road. Dunkel has the Bills winning this one and covering the three and a half point Vegas line with a point total that stays under the 48 point line. All right, let's move on down uh, to the Cincinnati-Chicago game now. Uh, that's another QB under the microscope last weekend in Cincinnati's Joe Burrow. I mean, we all wanted to see if he could regain his touch from a season ago that ended prematurely when he tore his ACL in Week 11 against Washington. And Cincy fans have to be pleased following a 20 of 27 performance for 261 yards and two TDs that led the Bengals to a 27-24 win over Minnesota in overtime. 
Burrow also got his former LSU teammate Jamar Chase going with five catches for 101 yards and a TD. You know, there was some concern about Chase after a lackluster preseason, but now he has a chance to become just the third rookie since 1950 to have over 100 yards receiving in his first two games. Oh, what a difference the regular season makes. Yeah, doing that against Khalil Mack and the Bears defense is usually a problem, but Matthew Stafford had little trouble figuring him out on Sunday night with 320 yards passing and three TDs and a lopsided loss for the Bears, 34-14 to the Rams. If the Bears defense isn't leading the charge, it's hard to expect Chicago's offense to bail them out. There wasn't much enthusiasm about former Bengal QB Andy Dalton, taking over control of the offense uh, at the beginning of the preseason and probably even less now following just 206 passing yards and a pick against the Rams. Certainly going to be growing pressure from the fan base to move on to the Justin Fields era. And that may well intensify this week if the Bears lose at home, something they've been prone to do in recent history. In fact, Chicago comes in just one in seven against the spread in their last eight as a home favorite. Dunkel likes the Bengals, who are getting two and a half points in this one. We like them as a straight-up upset winner, and we have the point total that goes over the Vegas number of 46. Let's go over to Baltimore next, where we'll take a look at the Chiefs going up against the Ravens. You know, the Chiefs opened the season in that dreaded position of coming off of a Super Bowl loss. And the following year is often unkind to the Super Bowl loser and certainly looked that way early for KC. And they fell behind the Cleveland Browns by double digits at home. But if there's an exception to the rule, its name is Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes threw three TD passes in the second half, including a nice 75-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill under heavy pressure. Chiefs totally rebuilt their offensive line following last year's disaster against Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. And there were times that Mahomes looked uneasy behind the new wall. But his fourth quarter rally against a team that thinks it's ready to compete for the AFC crown shows the Chiefs aren't ready to give up the crown without a fight. They'll get a chance to send another signal this week as they face the Ravens on the road. You know, like the Browns, Baltimore's been knocking on the door, but their week one loss to the Raiders was a tough one to swallow. They had multiple opportunities to wrap it up and allowed the uh, Raiders to kick a 55-yard field goal as time expired in regulation to tie it. And then in OT, Lamar Jackson fumbled in his own half of the field. That was his second fumble of the night. Raiders capitalized with a TD and a 33-27 win. So, Going home for uh, Jackson and Baltimore should be a welcome sight, but frankly, facing the Chiefs brings back flashbacks of three straight losses when facing Mahomes. They're also just three and eight against the spread in their last 11 coming off of the loss. Dunkel's going to stick with Kansas City here for the win and covering the four-point line, and the final score is going to stay under the Vegas total of 56. Now let's wrap up with the Monday nighter, the Detroit Lions against the Green Bay Packers. You know, if Baltimore and Cleveland and Buffalo have one good thing to point to at following week one, 
It's that neither of them had the worst performance of a Super Bowl contending team. That dubious honor belongs to the Green Bay Packers. You know, the hope in Green Bay was that Aaron Rodgers and the Pack would put aside their off-the-field differences and focus on bringing the Lombardi Trophy back to Lambeau. But they'd be lucky to even get a participation ribbon after getting trounced 38-3 to by a New Orleans team that hadn't been home in weeks because of Hurricane Ida was playing uh, in Jacksonville uh, at a neutral site because of uh, the hurricane and was playing his first game in 15 years without Drew Brees at quarterback. Uh, There wasn't much to like about Rodgers, the reigning MVP, who threw for just 133 yards and had a QB rating of just 36.8. There wasn't much to like about Green Bay's defense, which allowed Jameis Winston to throw a breeze-like five TD passes. Maybe the only thing to like was Mason Crosby making his only field goal attempt. Oh, yeah, and the fact that you've got the Lions on the schedule for this week. You know, for their part, Detroit did show plenty of fight in coming back from a 41-17 deficit against San Francisco with just 9.58 to play to get the backdoor cover in a 41-33 score. Uh, They scored two TDs and converted a pair of two-point conversions to get get that cover. And Jared Goff did put up pretty decent numbers. He was 38 of 57 for 338 yards and three TDs in his new role as the new Matthew Stafford. But the Lions defense had a hard time stopping the Niners when it uh, really mattered. And Detroit is just 13 and 27 against the spread in their last 40 after allowing 30 points in the previous game. They're also just four and nine against the spread in their last 13 road games. Dunkel's going to take the Packers in this one minus the 10 and a half with a final score that stays just under the Vegas total of 48. So there you have it, four NFL picks to get week two going. Of course, you can go to dunkelindex.com and get all of our NFL picks for this week's action, as well as all of our FCS and FBS college football picks. I'd like to thank my son, Ben, for his uh, work on this as our producer, and also everybody for listening. Tune in again next week as we continue our podcast by taking a look at the uh, next week's college football schedule and the NFL schedule. Hope everybody has a good weekend, and as always, good luck.